We have been called to reach this generation with the love and gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. And now, Bishop Peter is obeying this higher call by preaching and teaching the word of God, both in Kenya and in many other nations of the world, supporting the weak and encouraging the broken-hearted. He and his wife Faith founded Overcoming Faith Church, which is involved in evangelism, church planting, leadership training, family enrichment programs, and equipping the saints to serve. In their passion and love for the weak and neglected, they have established Happy Life Children's Home for Abandoned Babies, Happy Life Christian School, and recently Jesse K. Children's Hospital. Thanks to the many friends and partners who have come along to make this happen. Glory and praise to our God. Jesus, the gift of God. He is a gift that we have been given. And the whole world is celebrating this gift that came from God. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 9.15, Thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. Can we say together, thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. So Jesus is a gift that we were given from heaven. And I said to all of us that are gathered here today, Merry Christmas. I can hear you. Merry Christmas. Christmas is a time to celebrate, not just to eat and buy, and the world has turned it to be a time of business and making a lot of money. But I want to say it is more than business. It is more than making money and making merry and traveling. It is a time to remember why Jesus came. The Bible says in Isaiah 7 and verse 14, Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel. We will call him Emmanuel. This is thousands of years before Jesus was born. But the prophet Isaiah prophesies and he says that a virgin will conceive, which is strange. That is not normal because with the God nothing shall be impossible. And he will give birth to a son. Amen. Not to a girl, but to a son. <laughs> Hallelujah. And it had to happen exactly the way God ordained. And we'll call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. Now, the birth of Jesus was prophetically spoken by many, many prophets, whether uh, Jeremiah, Isaiah, and, and many prophets that talked about the birth of Jesus. And Isaiah 9 and verse 2, the people walking in darkness have seen a great light on those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. People walking in darkness because Jesus is the light of the world. Hallelujah. And that's why the Bible says also we are the light of the world because we have Jesus in us. 
and verse 6 says, For to us a child is born, and to us a son is given. So there is a child. The child was born through Mary, but the son was given from heaven. And the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor. Mighty God. You can help me read. Mighty God. Everlasting Father. Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government. government uh, and peace there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne. And over his kingdom. Establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. So Isaiah is seeing what will happen thousands of years to come. He was trying to describe, to put it to the people and prophesying and saying, this is what will happen. The Messiah will come. And they kept looking and looking and looking. They did not know when the Messiah would come. Because God did not tell them whether he would come which year after 10 years or 100 years or 1,000 years. But they kept looking and looking and looking until we come to the book of Matthew. After all the prophets had prophesied, until the last prophet of the Old Testament, by the name, come on, by the name, Malachi, he prophesied. And between Malachi and Matthew, there was a silence from heaven of 400 years. If you look at your Bible, between Malachi and the blank page, to Matthew, there are 400 years of silence from heaven. But how many know sometimes God will be silent, but it doesn't mean nothing is happening. Hallelujah. When heavens are silent, it means God is working out something. God is preparing something. Maybe somebody here, you have been thinking, oh, what is happening? God, where are you? Like you know, somebody was saying here, God, where are you? Have you forsaken me? Have you left me? But I want to say, when heavens are silent, keep moving. Keep walking by faith. Hallelujah. There are times when you feel like you are alone, like God is not where in the picture, but he is still there. I came to say to somebody, he is still there. Even if you have not heard a voice for the last one month, he is still there. Even if your prayers have not been answered for 20 years, he is still there. The children of Israel were in bondage for 400 years. For 30 to be precise. And you know what? For all this time they were wondering, where is God? We are the children of God and we are in bondage for 400 years. That sounds like a contradiction. But you know what? God was working out something behind the scenes. And God works with his timing. And the Bible says in his time, he makes all things beautiful. Hallelujah. And in the fullness of time, the Bible says he spoke to Moses and he said, now go. 
It's been 400 years, but now the time has come. Ask your neighbor, how long have you been waiting for your answered prayer? Maybe some of you is two weeks and you think it's taking too long. Maybe it's ten years you think it's taking too long. Keep on waiting. I want to say your answer is on the way. Delay is not denial. You may be delayed, but you are not denied. Can somebody say, I will keep on waiting? Somebody say, I will never give up on God. Hallelujah. And he says to Moses, now go. I have seen the affliction of my people. And I have heard their cry. And Moses appears. Now, Moses did not just appear. He was being prepared for 80 years. How many years? Hello, how many years? 40 plus 40. In the wilderness, he's being prepared. In his father-in-law's Jethro house, you know, taking care of the sheep, he is being prepared so that he can come and deliver. I want to say to somebody here who is almost giving up, God is preparing something good for you. Oh, you don't want to give up on God. God is preparing something good for you. Now, in Matthew chapter 1, heaven begins to speak. An angel appears to this young girl, virgin, who is not even known. Mary, just a common name. There were hundreds of Marys, but chose one. She found favor. That's what favor does. <laughs> Hallelujah. You could be a hundred and you find favor. Don't be ask me. Don't, don't, don't ask me why. why. Why this one and not this one? Somebody says favor. May God favor you this Christmas. I'm saying may the Lord favor you this Christmas. Hallelujah. Favor has nothing to do with equality. Favor has nothing to do with the justice. It is just God looking at not this one, not that one, not that one. It is this one. So in Matthew chapter 1 comes to this young lady. And then he, the angel begins to, to speak to, to Mary. And, and the Bible says a number of things here. We can look at a number of things. One is that God's plan and purpose will prevail. I want to give you five things and I'll be out of here. God's plan and purpose will prevail. The Bible says in verse 17, that there were 14 generations in all from Abraham to David, 14 from David to exile to, Bab to Babylon, and 14 from exile to Messiah. How many generations are those? 14, 14, 14. 42 generations. That's a long time. Somebody said, that's a long time. But you see, it does not matter how long it takes. The Lord's plan will still prevail. The Lord's purpose will still carry the day. That's why you are not worried. That's why you cannot worry. That's why you cannot fear. Because it does not matter how long it will take. From Abraham to David. From David to Babylon and from Babylon to Messiah. All God is saying is drawing, is making a way, it's like drawing a grave and he's saying, I know where I'm going. You may not see it. Glory to God. 
Have you seen people, those who are artists, people who draw things? And sometimes when they start drawing, they could be drawing a picture or a portrait of somebody or a lion or something. But when they start shading those things, you wonder, what, what are you doing? I don't even get what that is. A, that doesn't look like an ear. It doesn't look like a leg. It doesn't look like a, like a mouth. What are you trying? But you see, in the, in the mind, he knows exactly where he is going. I want to say to somebody here, God knows exactly where he is going. You may not understand the drawing right now, the picture right now, the portrait right now. When it's done, you say, I now can see it. I pray in the next three months you will say, I did not know this is what God, this was what God was doing. I didn't understand what God was drawing. Nilikuwa tu naona michoro, 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 michoro lines here and there. Do you remember when they were doing the highway here? It looks messy. And we kept complaining and uh, asking, our China walikuja kutufunika huku na fumbi. What are they doing here? It looked like, I mean, you guys don't know what you're doing. And they keep moving soil, dirt. And there were so many lorries transporting soil, dirt, from here to here. And you wonder, you left China to come and move soil from here to here. Wanatoa mchanga hapa, wanapereka darugo. Wanatoa darugo, wanaleta ingine mudaiga. Wanatoa mudaiga, wanapereka vika. You, wonder, you guys, why are you moving soil? What we want is a road. But finally, when we look at it today, we say, okay, these guys, they knew what they were doing. It's us who are Irritate. It's us who, didn't, who had no clue what they were doing. I want to say to somebody here, you may not have a clue of what God is doing. Like now you feel like it is that day, a lot of dust and a lot of mess. It's like moving soil from here to there. It is like nothing is working. Hallelujah. I have good news for you. Your highway is about to come. Your breakthrough is about to come. And you will say, wow, I now see why they were moving all that, what they were moving. Do you know when they were doing all that? The guys up here, maybe they had no idea exactly what they were doing. But there was somebody who had sat somewhere in an office. And they drew, they planned how this highway was going to be. Wakaichora vizuri and they planned it. And they hung it somewhere on the wall. And every time they would come out here and look at them moving soil and digging holes and doing all that they were doing, he would go back to that picture and say, okay, this is what you are doing and this is what is on the wall. What is on the wall is complete. But what is down here, it gives a very, a totally different impression. Hallelujah. I want to say somebody here, you are in the making. Something good is about to happen. When God looks at you, he says in Isaiah 46.10, I know he sees the end from the beginning. Now, God already saw the end. It's on the wall. The Chinese engineers, there's somebody who saw the end and it was approved. Just like you take your houses for approval. And many of you will be building houses in the years to come. You know, when you are building a house, you first draw it, somebody planned it out, and then you take it out for approval. Hallelujah. When you take the plans, they don't come and say, 
show me the house. All they want to see is to see it on paper. Some of you, your plan, your design, your purpose is already complete on paper. It's already complete on paper. But you know what? Wait until you see it now in the reality. I pray in the name of Jesus, soon you will see it in the reality. I say you will see it in the reality because God sees the end from the beginning. Before he started, now, if you go to your Google Maps and you are going from here to Meru, because Meru is the farthest place in the world, if you are moving from here, if you want to see your direction all the way to Meru, you will be able to see it on Google Maps. Glory to God. The reason why the pirate, oh, I'm talking to somebody here. The reason why the pirate will get into that jet carrying 350 people from Nairobi City and he's saying in 15 hours we are going to land in New York City. I mean, there's something he has seen that you have not seen. And all of you come with your luggage and your bags and your check-in and your passport and your visas and your documents and you all get in and, uh, and you're saying we are trusting two people here in the cockpit who are saying they know how to lift this thing. And let me tell you, New York City is not Ruiro. It's not even Meru. <laughs> New York City it's far. Are you listening to me? It's far. But this guy here has an idea how he's going to lift this thing, carrying 300 people with all their luggage, families, and children, and there are professors and doctors there, and teachers and farmers and preachers who walk by faith and not by sight. And he's saying, guys, put on your safety belt. <laughs> Put on your safety belt. Get ready. And he speaks to the cabin crew and he says, Please make sure all the doors are shut. Nobody will escape now. <laughs> all the doors just are shut. I mean, we are we are ready. Cabin crew, find your seat also and sit down. And at that time, you are quiet. Just like the way you are quiet here. Everybody is quiet. And that thing begins to run on the ground. It's running 50 kilometers, 100 kilometers, 200 kilometers on the ground. And you're wondering, pirate, if I was with a pirate, that's why I think they hide them somewhere. Because there are people who will come and say, are you sure you know what you're doing? Can you stop? Can you break? I want to leave. Your speed, you're 200. I'm not used to that. If a car gets to 60, 70, I'm usually a bit nervous. But now you're talking of 200 kilometers per hour on the, on the runway. I'm not used to that. Please, please, let me get out. I don't want to go to New York now. I, I'll try another day. That's why they put them somewhere and they lock them. So that even if you change your mind, <laughs> even if you change your mind, it's too late. It's too late. Hallelujah. I'm saying it is too late. Lisa is too late. Monica is too late. You can't change your mind now. 
We have come too far to look back. You cannot change your mind. God held on you. Do you know some of you, even if you wanted to backslide, you cannot. <laughs> God has a way of calling you back. Or you want to backslide, I know how to slide you back. You want to go back, I know how to push you forward. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, put on your safety belt. We are almost taking off and we must get to our destiny because the plan of God will have to prevail. Somebody say, I'm not giving up. God's plan will prevail. It took 42 generations and it happened. I don't know how long you have been waiting. Number two, he's the savior of the world. The Bible says she will give birth to a son and you will give his name Jesus because he will save his people from their sin. Jesus did not just come so that we have a good story. Go tell it on the mountain. He did not just come and so that we can go to the mountains. No. He didn't come so that we can just sing and have chapati. You know growing up Christmas without chapati was no Christmas. That's not the reason. <laughs> Hallelujah. He didn't come so that we can have chapati. Enjoy all the chapatis you can. But you know what? The Bible says she will give birth to a son. You will give his name Jesus. Jesus is Joshua. Yeshua means the savior. He will save his people from their sin. The best gift you can give to yourself this Christmas is to be forgiven your sin. Hallelujah. It's to give Jesus your life. That is the best Christmas. Food you will eat in January, you still be hungry. Some of you, the best you'll get is to add a few kilos in, during this season. And then in January, you're struggling. How do I shed off these three, four kilos that I added? There's more to Christmas than chapati. Hallelujah. I want to say to you as you leave this house, believe. That our God is able. Believe that he will do it for you. In the name of Jesus. Oh Lord we thank you. And last night. The Lord also said. Christmas also can be a burden. Can be a yoke. Because of four things. We see accidents. On our roads. Drunkenness. This is the time the breweries make a lot of money. More than any other time of the year. A lot of sexual immorality. Let me tell you. There is a spirit of immorality. Sexual immorality. Perversion. That goes out during this season. And number four. Family chaos. People fight over things they could do and they cannot do. Over food. Who is cooking? Hey, last time I'm the one who cooked. How come you never invite us to your house? And if relationships are broken because of Christmas. How come I'm the one who has always bought the goat? This time you can also buy the goat. You can also buy. I'm the one who has done this. How come I'm not getting that dress? 
And the husband is saying you can't get a dress of 15,000. No, that's not Christmas. There is January school fees. Are you talking of a dress of 10,000? No. And the war begins there. You don't love me. If you can't buy me a suit during Christmas, you don't love me. Children are fighting parents. Where are we going for Christmas? We have always gone to show show. This time we are not going. Hat to Andy, hat to Andy. And the war begins there. <laughs> Especially when they are growing up. And they have always gone to show show's house. When, when they were crowing. And now they are 15 years. And every Christmas they are saying, no, now we are tired. Can we go to another place? <laughs> and the war begins there. Families are left hurting and wounded. Come January, they are not even talking to one another. Some people overspend in the name of Christmas. Some will buy history, buy cars, just to go and show some people in the village, I also bought a car. But reaching down the hill, the car could not even go up the hill. And it crashes. And the wife and the children are now walking home. They can't even drive home in the name of Christmas. And the man, the woman is, is so sad and mad. The man cannot even leave the car. He spends the whole Christmas under the car trying to fix it. And he's saying, this thing must go. I rebuke all devils. <laughs> leave my car. And it must go to my mother. She has to know that I bought a car. And families are left hurting. And the, the husband, is, is, they are separated from the family in the name of a car. Let me tell you, Christmas can be a burden. But I want us to pray as we leave this house, stopping all accidents. Let's pray in the name of Jesus. This is the time the devil plans to kill so many people on our roads. But in the name of Jesus, Father, we are pleading the blood of Jesus. We are cleansing our roads in the name of Jesus. We stop accidents. We stop the hand of the enemy on our roads. We stop careless driving in the name of Jesus. Father, come and heal our roads. Every highway, every road. We pray, dear Father, let your healing come upon our roads. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. We stop drunkenness. Come on, pray again in the spirit of drunkenness and all kinds of uh, indulging people, indulging into things uh, that are not, do not make sense. Drinking the whole night, wasting all their money. Families cannot stay together and everywhere they go there is alcohol. Father, we are stopping the spirit of alcoholism. We are stopping every work of the enemy. In the name of Jesus, we pray for a sober mind. Come on, pray again in the spirit. In the name of Jesus, the stronghold of alcoholism, we destroy you in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, sexual immorality. Let's pray again in the spirit. It's been unleashed in the air. It is in the atmosphere. It is on the billboards. It is on the internet. It is everywhere. But today in the name of Jesus, we are stopping the spirit of immorality. Sexual immorality. In the name of Jesus, families break during Christmas because of sexual immorality. Young people are hooked to sexual immorality. Some even get pregnant.
season out of marriage because of immorality. Lord, we pray against the spirit of immorality, perversion, every kind of immorality. We stop you, you spirit of the enemy. We stop you through the media, through the internet, through the TV, through the billboards. We pull you down in the name of Jesus. We pull you down in the name of Jesus. We pull you down, you spirit of immorality. Oh, you spirit of lying and cheating within the family. During this season, we stop you. We bring you down. This is not celebrating Jesus. We speak purity and unity in the family. Let there be peace in the family. Let there be purity in the family. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, have your way. We pray that this season your peace will prevail. Your grace will be upon us. It will be a time to think and reflect about the goodness of our God. I pray for your covering upon your people. Them that will be traveling, family gatherings, I speak peace. I speak joy. I speak protection. Even those who have traveled wherever they are, Lord, we pray. Let your covering, let your peace, let your protection be upon them. And I pray that everybody will go and come back in peace. We stop the hand of the enemy. Let your glory reign in our country during this season, oh God. Let God arise in Kenya and all his enemies be scattered. We stop every spirit of terror and terrorism in our nation. And we declare our God, let your peace reign in this country. In Jesus' name. We pray. Amen. 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 That's the Christmas Jesus gave us. Hallelujah. That's the Christmas we need to celebrate. It is about Jesus. Remember, he's the reason for the season. Amen. We believe that today's word has richly blessed you. If you have a prayer request, a testimony, or your wish is to simply receive Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, you may call or write to us on 0726-303-934 or 0724-228-403. I repeat, 0726-303-934 or 0724-238-403. Feel free to visit our website on www.ofckenya.church Our Facebook page at Overcoming Faith Church, OFC And watch sermons on our YouTube channel, OFC Ministries We invite you to join our life-changing services on Sundays Our first service is from 8 to 9.45 a.m. And second service from 10 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. And on Wednesdays from 5 to 7 p.m. for our midweek services. We are located at Blessed House, along Thicker Road, right opposite Garden City Mall. And if that's too far for you, not to worry. You may also join one of our other branches near you, listed on our website. Welcome to Happy Life Children's Home, a rescue center for abandoned babies and one of our many transformative ministries here at OFC. You may visit Happy Life in Roisambo along Lumumba Drive next to Jessica Children's Hospital and Happy Life Christian School in Juja Farm. 
To support this great work, please forward your contribution to paybill number 755512 and account name being your name. That is paybill number 755512, account name being your name. One of our other rapidly growing ministries is the Jessica Children's Hospital. Jessica extends subsidized pediatric services to the community of children around Nairobi and its environs. Find us in Risambo, along Lumumba Drive, next to Happy Life Children's Home. We are here because we care. Jessica Children's Hospital, health for body, mind, and soul. For more information on Jessica and Happy Life, please call us on 0732-899-869 and 0714-593-926. That is 0732-899-869 and 0714-593-926. Or visit our website on www.happylifechildrenshome.com. OFC, growing bigger and getting better.